Warning, the following events are based on the personal accounts and recollections of three friends who too often find themselves in odd, weird, and flat-out absurd situations. We ask that you only enjoy the stories as they are told and do not try them at home. Please listen at your own risk. Scampers out. Well, butter my shaft and pop my balls. Guys, we're back to recording. Nope. <laughs> butter my shaft. Butter my shaft and pop my balls? Are you popcorn? Did I stutter? I, Little bit. I was hoping. <laughs> I hoped you did. <laughs> Welcome back, book club. We're on to our next episode. Episode seven. This is groundbreaking. Like, groundbreaking. We're going to tell you about how Scampers evolved. Where his nickname came from. Where he originated. The birth of Scampers. Whose vagina did he stumble out of? Spoiler alert. It wasn't mine. (laughs) I was going to say that. (laughs) So we've narrowed it down. (laughs) To Chris's asshole. (laughs) It was you. Yeah, you <laughs> When we say don't try this at home, this is what we're talking about. I just, I just want to say. For all of you that are still with us, thank you. We will get him under control one day. I promise. That it, if it were going to happen, it would have <laughs> happened by now. I've known the kid for 20 plus years. Yeah, we basically like birthed together. I was talking about you, Fur. We're going to get you in control yeah, one I'm, of these I'm, days. I have I've right known now. him for 20 plus years. <laughs> <laughs> it is not possible. The fact remains. Uh, still stands. I'm all, a mess. <laughs> all right. And I'm Sarah. <laughs> oh, and I'm my asshole's scampers free. <laughs> Named Eric. I'm Chris. Oh my god. You're a scamper free asshole. <laughs> hey, not everyone can claim that. So. No, they can't. <laughs> All right, my book clubbers. Today is episode seven, Nasty Natty's Problem Child, The Origin of Scampers. This is so exciting. I feel like our first six episodes, Scampers was in every single one of them. He has to have a following by now, right? Probably. Everything that has happened, well, not everything that's happened, but many things occur because of him. Right. Good or bad. No, 100%. And so I think... This is exciting. We finally get to tell the story of how this nickname came about and how it has stuck. And, um, of course, it originated in the Nasty Natty. Of course. The story of itself is slightly disappointing. (laughs) But nevertheless. He was born. The the birth of the nickname is disappointing. This story is exciting. The name stuck. It did. The story is not very exciting, but the name stuck. And this is when it happened. And it was seven years ago. So the fact that we're still calling him that (laughs) a little shows that it definitely left an impression on us. Well, and it was the nickname that we never knew we needed. And then once we heard it, it was like, that's perfect. Thank I, you, Italian. I don't know yeah. how he came Shout up with it. Shout out to the Italian, even though you're not listening. Yeah, he, he really doesn't like well, us guys, that much. Guys, now we're going to find out if he is. So I'm saying, well, now you're not listening. 
if you text us back, then we don't listen. You can text me like, fuck you, yes I am. And we're like, yeah! <laughs> Pop my balls. <laughs> oh, my shaft is and buttered. butter my shaft. <laughs> so speaking of having shafts buttered, one of my favorite restaurants is where this episode started. There is a chain restaurant that I think is primarily an Ohio thing. Is it an Ohio thing? I think so. It's spread a little bit. I think there might be some in Indiana, maybe in Kentucky. Uh, yeah, there is some in it's Kentucky. Toad's born and raised in Seabus like we are. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I did from not Columbus. know that. The yeah. OG is right down the street from where you grew up. That's the OG? Yeah. That makes sense. I remember it being like real shitty and whatever. Well, I suppose like, they haven't abandoned that location because that location's yeah. trash. <laughs> that's the one that's always <laughs> kicking. Oh, no, it's, oh, no, it's, all, it's hopping. That every was the best day. It's not a safe location. Like, they should well, move that yeah. one. Well, <laughs> usually the less safe, the better the food. And it holds up. <laughs> it's so good. It is very good. Oh. It's so good. It's Sarah so Shaft cheap. It's just bar food. And they have the best nachos. God. Okay. It's more than bar food. It's a wing joint. Let's call it what it is. Well, that's what. Okay. It's a wing joint with the biggest, juiciest wings. Just imagine biting in to a boneless wing. And it's crunchy. This is not a Fifty Shades of Grey podcast. Why? Yeah, you're talking all <laughs> seductive and like. Not only am I getting excited, sorry, sorry. this is not relevant to the story. Like it's crunchy, <laughs> and the meat is white and juicy, and it squirts in your mouth. Oh, that grease is dribbling down your chin, and oh, it hit your nipple. <laughs> I feel like we out? skipped a few steps. <laughs> Where are my clothes? <laughs> wow. We digress a tad. So anyway, this place is primarily known for their chicken wings. But they are, it's very much like a bar atmosphere. There's TVs everywhere, only sports on. They have burgers and pizzas and salads and subs and the best appetizers. There's pretty much anything you could want and like i said it's really cheap anything and it's so healthy anything fried and just greasy it's so good just watch your nipples watch your nipples because apparently someone gets a little crazy with the fryer grease we left from this restaurant and we began our drive down to the good old nasty natty and if you don't know that would be cincinnati yes we're going down to cincinnati for this concert it's a huge music festival every summer so cincinnati is located right along the ohio river the venue is super super cool because you, I mean, you basically have a view of the river and it's right there in this little like i guess you'd call it like a park is that what you'd call that yeah it's a park it's like a, it's a park that they turn into this concert venue and so it's really cool they just have a bunch of different areas and it was a big festival who was headlining that year? Paramore, Fall Out Boy. There was who there else was, like was there? New politics. This concert, it's like a three-day event, and each day they have some big fault. They have big bands that are there, and so the day that we were going, we were going for Fall Out Boy and Paramore, and then of course there's a bunch of openers. So we were going down to stay with our friend, the engineer, who happened to be going to school at Cincinnati, so it just kind of made sense. We drove down to Cincinnati. We were staying with him, and. Well, Scampers drove. Yes. So there's six of us in Scampers' truck, which has six seats, but we're crammed in there. When we're getting ready to leave Columbus, Scampers is loading up the car, and me, the bouncer, and the Italian are all sitting in the back seat. Well, we happened to find Scampers' bottle of Crown, and we decided, fuck it. It's a long car ride. Let's just start sipping on this in the back seat. 
And so we just start taking drink after drink after drink, just sipping on it. Nothing too crazy. And then was it you, Fur? I, yeah, I, I very distinctly remember smelling maple syrup. And I was like, guys, is it just me or does it smell like breakfast in here? And I looked back and as I looked around, the bouncer is taking a giant sip out of the bottle. <laughs> like I caught him in the act. Yeah, Chris and I are sitting up front next to Scampers and we're could tell that there's some sketchy shit going on in the back seat. Yeah, and so we were like so concerned that Scampers was gonna catch us and this is gonna be this whole big thing. But luckily, I think even Scampers agreed. He was like, it does smell like pancakes, but he didn't think anything about it. Like no. It was, he didn't react to it. It was totally fine. But it just like turned into like this big joke that like scampers didn't know that we were drinking. We get to Cincinnati and we unload the car. We're all pretty tired. Like, let's go ahead. We'll all go to bed. Wake up the next morning so we can keep going. Because we know the next day is going to be a whole day of drinking. So let's go to bed. We'll deal with everything in the morning. So then the next day we wake up and uh, yeah, we realized that we were not as prepared as we thought we were going to be. We're never prepared. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> Luckily. We have the best of intentions. Uh-huh. We always mean the best, but we try. We really okay, do. And this is the same crowd that had a 14-page itinerary for a three-day stay in New Orleans. And that yet. didn't even stick. And we didn't even follow that yet. We forgot booze for a trip, and we planned on heavily drinking <laughs> again, which is another brand new concept to us. But so the engineer being familiar with the area around Cincinnati before we moved down here. So he decides to take us to where he likes to buy his alcohol from. So the engineer drives myself and Sarah to this sketchy-ass corner store that was looked like it was someone's house in the middle of this weird neighborhood. But it was like, it looked like it was a house that was turned into a store. Yeah. And but like people lived above it. It was really strange. It was so weird. The aisles were super, super small. Like, I think the windows even had bars on them. Like, it was the weirdest, like, corner store that I've ever been to my entire life. It was a really weird place. We hadn't been in any liquor store like this yet. And so while we were doing that, Chris stayed at the house with Beardy Locks, who accompanied us <clears throat> on this journey and a few others. Yeah. There were six seats in Scamper's truck, and I was the lucky one to stay home and, and chill. <laughs> and other people met us there. Right, yeah. So it was a bunch of people that I wasn't, at the time, didn't really know, including Beardy Locks. Love you, Beardy Locks. What's this, the, this is the first time you met him, right? This is, yeah, this is the first time no, you really hung out with Beardy it's Locks. Not, it's, I, had, I knew who he was, but that's the first time I actually spent time with him. Oh, and how... Lucky, what a first how, impression! How far we've come. We <laughs> were just at his wedding. <laughs> yeah. Congrats. <laughs> but I had a yeah. great time. Congrats to Mr. and Mrs. Beardy Locks. We love you. Rub that beard for me. Anyway, so this just happened to be a day that Beardy Locks ate way too many sandwiches and was very full. Special sandwiches. (laughs) He was very fixated on the um, tank top because, I mean, it was July. It was very hot. He just could (gasps) not not focus on... This was during your mank phase where you were wearing manks all the time. It's always mank season. We all go through phases. You had a phase, though, where you were buying them like crazy. You and the bouncer always had them on. Yeah. Sun's out, guns out. I, what I guns? Oh. I'm so sorry to mean that. I was referring to the bouncer. <laughs> Did you all notice <laughs> that we anyway. shit on other people that aren't scampers? Yeah. This is, because this is scampers or origin story. So we have to shit on other people. Or his mother hen attacking her children. We got to spread the love. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he was dumbass and didn't realize he was crown. (laughs) The Beardy Locks was fixated on my tank top at the time, which was pretty, pretty colorful. Um, It had a lot going on. Well, of course, he's very full. And it just, it just, he, he couldn't get past the fact that I had a lot of color in my tank top. Everyone else finally gets back with the alcohol. We... We hang out for a little bit. We decided we, we were planning on going to the concert when it opened. Um, is this is an all weekend thing? It's three days. We're you know finally decide it's hot. We don't care about seeing any of the bands early on. So if you're listening, I'm sorry. Um, we're gonna wait till later, and hopefully see a few bands that we really like before the bands that we're there to actually see because we're emo and we like Fall Out Boy. Booties and toes. Apparently, we're emo as fuck. And being emo as fuck, we decided to make our way down to the venue. As she said earlier, it's on the river, and it's really scenic and pretty. We get to see that dirty water. We get to see that dirty water. Well, well, it's really pretty, and it's like you see all the boats are on the water. And that's one of the things cool about Cincinnati is a lot of people will pull up in their boats and then just anchor right there in the water and watch the show and listen from there. Because it's so big, we had to park kind of far away. There's not really many designated parking lots um, yeah. around downtown. And we got there late. And, yeah, and we were there towards the end of the show, relatively speaking, so. I don't think we really parked that far away, though. I think we just had to pay a lot of money for it. We were right across from the one entrance. I think that's why we did park there. We didn't want to forget where we were, because we, at the time, we weren't really familiar with the area. Yeah. But, so we find this lot right outside the entrance, and, of course, Scampers is driving. So Scampers pulls into the lot, and there's no one around, because we're hours late to this concert. And... We park and we're rearranging stuff so we can cover the bed of the truck and the cooler that we had packed fell out. So the um, parking lot attendant who was helping us park and was still standing next to us watched all of this alcohol spill out of this cooler and all over the parking lot and all of these kids run around and try to chase it. Yeah, it was like a shit show. We were all outside of the truck trying to catch these beers that were just rolling in all kinds of different places. It was a mess. <laughs> what? Because something we did was a shit show? I know. Shocker. For you people who are just now tuning in to episode seven. Cincinnati's a very hilly place, so it's not like it's flat land, so that wasn't helping. And so My loggers were picking up steam. Yeah, quickly. <laughs> and so this entire time, we're all getting to the concert. Well, as we had mentioned before, Beardy Locks was full. So Beardy Locks did not attend the concert when we did. We left him at home with the engineer's roommate as his babysitter. He needed a power nap. Yeah, he did. He needed to call it a food coma. He he needed to sleep it off before he was going to come. So we left him at the house and... Had too much salsa on his sandwich. So we had to leave him at home with a babysitter and... We get to, so after, you know, chasing all these beers, we're ready to go. And everyone's like, okay, check for your tickets. Let's make sure everyone's got their tickets. And what do you fucking know? Pause. Guess. Pause. We have warned you. This is the origin of scampers. This is how it starts. Okay. For all my book clubbers, let's go through and have a pop quiz. Who forgot their ticket at home? Was it option A, Eric? Option B, the bouncer. Option C, the Italian. Or option D, fucking scampers. We'll give you one hint. It's the one who fucks up everything. (laughs) Scamper! 
scampers. It was scampers. It's always scampers. We go to, we drive an hour and a half to go to this one concert. So is the reason for the trip. We are also in his car. You could have left your fucking ticket in the car. Why do we get, and everyone else had left their ticket in the car. Why does scampers feel the need that we get to Cincinnati? He needs to unload everything that could possibly be his and put it in that house. His full Mary Poppins like wardrobe of stuff is in the apartment, including his ticket. He keeps so much shit like, in his truck that we will never use, but you never know. It's absolutely absurd. Like if you get stranded in the middle of the fucking Antarctic and you're in his truck, that's the place to be. But oh, you're surviving for at least two months in that truck. If you are planning to go How to a you... concert for many, many months, and there's only one thing you fucking need to get in, he ain't gonna have it. <laughs> nope. Nope. No, 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 no. And oh, so much for a fucking Eagle Scout. Anyways, always prepared my ass. <laughs> yeah, he's dude's a fucking Eagle Scout. What the fuck? How did he forget? He's a Turtle Scout. <laughs> Yeah, well, Sarah didn't know what an Eagle Scout was. The man she can start a, a fire and get water out of a cactus, but he can't remember his ticket to the concert. He can build you a handicap ramp, but he can't remember his ticket for the fucking <laughs> concert. It's like the kid from Up. <laughs> <laughs> the wilderness is out there! <laughs> but not the concert. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. He's not emo. <laughs> Okay, so lucky for good old scampers, the engineer engineer happened to have Beardy Locks' ticket in his pocket. So we were able to give that ticket to scampers, and then Beardy Locks had scampers' ticket at the house. Motherfucker always gets off easy. He really does. There's always somebody to save his ass. And so he was lucky, and we were able to get into the concert. And like we've said multiple times, it was very hot and very sweaty and there was just people everywhere. And mixing that with also, you know, people are drinking beer because they have like a little beer. um, What would you call that? Like little beer stands, I guess. Yeah, but it was almost like a little beer garden that they had with a bunch of different stands of craft beer. And we're bumping up bodies and everyone's sweaty and nasty. And finally, we decided we're going to sit in this crowd and we're slowly going to keep moving forward. And that was our goal was by the end, we wanted to be up front right in their faces i want their body sweating on my face and it i mean it's kind of weird how they had it set up so the bands at the main stage played for an hour and then there was an hour break so oh i forgot that because they went to go see someone else but we could not care less about anyone else at any other stage so we just stayed and sweated it out at the main stage and we just move up as people left well and remember it was really weird because in between the concerts there were such long breaks the people would start sitting down on the ground yeah. so then it was like you were trying to move forward but you have to move around all these bodies that are just laying there on the ground and that's scamper's specialty if there's anything he's good for it's getting as close to the front during concerts as possible one of the other times we saw fallout boy well before this time he went up to the front by himself and he has a picture where he's pretty much standing underneath Pete Wentz who likes to go out into the crowd and like they're in their last song of the show and kind of you know touch everybody whatever and he's right underneath them like he could be drinking Pete Wentz's sweat so at this concert he decides that he's of course going to do the same thing and it's so hot he was one of the few that were just ready to plow into this crowd of people and this time, the Italian decided he was going to go with them. So they make their way up towards the front. Well, they learned the hard way that you can't go all the way to the front of this concert. 
there oh, were... I forgot about that. Yeah. There's that barrier. There was a big barrier, which is like the metal gates that yeah. like, police put up or whatever. The and, gates to heaven. Well, and um, it was the like gates that keep people who paid heaven. more money for their ticket were able to get up to the VIP section, and then we were only able to go so far. I forgot about surprise, that. Surprise, surprise, we were not. We're poor. We spent our money on the beer that was rolling around the parking lot. <laughs> that, well, you know, we all have our priorities. Yeah. So scampers in the Italian make their way as far up as they can. And they were talking about how they started running into people and making conversations with strangers. And meanwhile, they're doing that. I'm standing back with Chris and the bouncer in the same spot we've always had, which is perfectly good. We're right in the middle of the crowd. Great view. No problems. Some of us, Sarah, decide to... Leave and well, go on adventures. My thing is, so I started to overheat really, really badly. Like my head was pounding. I remember I felt like I was going to pass out. And I was like, I need to get out of this crowd just for a second, just to cool off. And it was the middle of July. Right. It okay. was. It was very hot. And so I get out of this crowd. Let me tell you, getting out of this crowd was so hard. Again, like we said earlier, this was a massive crowd. I would say at least like a football field's like length of like oh, people. E- easily that I had to get through to get out of this crowd, to even get a chance to breathe. And again, they're all packed in here so tight that it was so, like, it was just impossible. So I finally managed to get out, and guess who's the first person I see as soon as I get out of this crowd? Susan B. Anthony? One of your other exes. (laughs) (laughs) I have so many. Please do explain. I run into Eric's ex, the platypus. We've never dated. Okay, so I ran into the platypus, weirdest conversation of my entire life, and I could not give two fucks, said my hellos, and then I just kept going, but it was just the weirdest person to run into, and so then I get over to, uh, again, how I mentioned, they have this area where boats can pull up, well, it's like a big stone amphitheater, and so you were able to go sit over there and just relax by the water and chill, and I went over there and I laid down for a little bit trying to cool off, and then... I just remember this moment of clarity. I look to the person sitting next to me. She is passed out on this amphitheater with her tank top up around her face and a beer in her hand. And she's just like knocked out. Goals. Her best life. (laughs) And that's when I was like, Sarah, you you don't want to be compared to that person right now. Like you get your ass back in the crowd. So I went. I got I think I got everybody a round of drinks or something. And then I got back through the crowd. Again, almost impossible because people don't want to move. They don't want to give me a, like a spot in front of them. And so it's like you have to keep pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing. All while this is happening, the engineer gets a phone call from his roommate. Oh, yeah. By the way, Beardy Locks is gone. The dude who's supposed to be babysitting has lost him. Lost the baby. He did not do his one job. Yeah. The babysitter lost the baby. He like, lost the bearded baby. He lost the baby. <laughs> The bearded baby grows up so fast. The beard got up and yeeted out of the house. <laughs> Nobody knows where he went. His power nap, though. But we did know that the bearded baby was gone, and he did have a ticket with him. Yeah. This motherfucker shows up with Scamper's ticket in hand. Beardlocks is resourceful. Right. Talk <laughs> about being resourceful. Where we have Scamper's on one hand... Who really cannot keep it together. Who's had zero sandwiches. Right. And Beardy Locks here, who's super full, knew to grab his... Fresh out of his food coma. Knew to grab his ticket. 
ticket. Not even his ticket. He knew to look for a ticket. He didn't care whose ticket he was grabbing. There's gotta be a ticket yeah. around here somewhere. He's like fucking Charlie in the Chocolate Factory. He knew he just needed a fucking ticket to get into this place. And not only that, technically he stuck to our plan. Because our plan was to go and see just those two bands. Mm-hmm. And he got up and he made sure he was there for those two bands. He made it. It seems like we have just now discovered the only friend we can actually rely on. And we didn't realize it before. It's Beardy Locks. It's Beardy Locks. You're my hero, Beardy Locks. We love you so much. Congrats again on the wedding. But Yeah, so we get this text that he's gone. and we're So we just kind of assume that Beardy Locks is going to find his way here. We you kind of hope and pray. He's not answering any phone calls, despite several of us calling him, that he's going to find his way to the concert. Meanwhile, Scampers and the Italian have made their way up closer to the show. They've had time between sets to mingle with other crowd goers for an hour. Are y'all ready for this? Yeah, this uh, yeah, we should. This will be the most <laughs> disappointing story we ever tell, but it is the most important. Scampers. Please don't do that again. <laughs> anyway. I was trying to be like Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the origin stuff. Like, you know, like read the text back. Like, boom, 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 boom. You've never seen Star Wars, have you? No. <laughs> <laughs> Scampers and the Italian have made their way closer to the con- or closer to the front. They have time to mingle with other people in the crowd because like we've said, there's an hour wait. And Scampers finds a group of um, girls about our age in the crowd next to him, and he decides he's bored. He's gonna shoot a shot. So he starts shooting his shot. A scamper shot is one to be very weary of. Watch out <laughs> if you think it's coming your way. You probably won't notice, but you will not know. <laughs> he starts talking to these girls, and the Italian comes up and is like, "You have no fucking idea." And then afterwards, I think, huh, that was weird. <laughs> that guy's kind of odd. Huh. <laughs> and I thought, hmm. <laughs> I might have been flirted with. Um, I think he might have wanted my vagina. <laughs> <laughs> Who was that guy? <laughs> Does anyone know him? It was Scampers. Um, Wait a minute, should I leave with him? <laughs> so he he's talking, and the Italian comes up and is like, you guys met my friend Scampers. And this stops him in his tracks. I mean, he does not know what to say. And the Italian, I tell you, is damn proud of this nickname he has just come up with. It came out of nowhere. Right. You're saying, this is my friend Scampers. Like, they're telling yeah. us this story after the fact. Like, huh? <laughs> well, Why? Italian is like, oh, yeah. He's like, because he's just a little Scampers. And I'm like, what does that mean? That doesn't clear anything up. Scamps <laughs> is pissed. Scamps is like, oh, yeah, because these girls go. I'm trying my best. I've gone out of my comfort zone. I'm trying to talk to these girls. And it was going well, well, in his words, it was going well until the Italian butted in. Well, yeah, because to him, he's like, oh, yeah, I put the moves on these ladies. They're talking to me. Yeah, they're looking at me. They're like, ooh, I might think about going home with him. <laughs> he looks pretty attractive. We might go scamping through the forest with right. this guy. Like, I might want to see what's below these trousers. I'm into it. And then here, check out what's below them cargo here shorts. Here comes fucking <laughs> right. Then here comes fucking Italian. Like, 
nope, let me throw a diaper on him and give him a fucking binky. And everyone's like, oh. The Italian just doesn't like to let other people have little victories. <laughs> right. Well, and... He's Italian. Yeah. And he... I don't know. Maybe he was intimidated by scampers and was like, I need to take out all competition that is here. It's maybe. just a thought. Food for thought. Or maybe... Maybe the Italian's just a dick. So the Italian was a true Italian cock block. Wanted scampers to have no success with anything. Not today. If he was going home with anybody, it was going to be the same people he came with. <laughs> he, he did drive, so. Well, you know, fortunately for him, <laughs> he didn't need what? a ticket Looking this time. Looking back, what would he have done? I could see scampers. He would just left. He would have took those girls and be like, adios, bitches. He would have made it. He would have told them, oh, you guys can ride in the bed of the truck. Right. That's what he would have said. <laughs> Well, you guys want a beer? To be fair. <laughs> Check the cooler. So as we go to leave this concert, we are all about, especially Sarah, taking pictures, you know, group pictures wherever we go just to, you know, remember them or whatever. Any reason anybody else takes pictures, I guess. So we get all of us munched together as we're all trying to storm out of this venue with thousands of other people. And there's like smoke fading in the background from all the fire and fireworks and shit that Fall Out Boy had going. It was kind of cool. So we kind of get the stage in the background and we start taking selfies with Chris here who has long arms because he's 14 feet tall. And we didn't look at them until after the fact. We had a whole bunch of pictures and they were all blurry as shit. They do not look good whatsoever. It's really disappointing. We tried. We tried hard, as usual. And we failed, as usual. There's, once again, a recurring theme in all of these stories. Scamper sucks. That's one of them. <laughs> Nevertheless, we get back to the engineer's place, and it's probably almost 11 o'clock at night. But we never had dinner because most of us didn't want to leave the spots that we had at this concert to get food or anything. And it was like sold bucks for a hot dog. Yeah, that's true. Shit's expensive at these events. So we... And let's be honest. We rather would have spent our money on beer at the venue versus on food. I'm pretty sure I bought an iced coffee. You would. Anyway, <laughs> when we're back, we order pizza for dinner. And Scampers finally opens up his cooler because he had it filled with alcohol. And he's ready to go to town. That's been, like, spewing all over the parking lot already. Yes. The same, same cooler. The remaining booze that we had to chase down through all of downtown Cincinnati. <laughs> well, and if you guys still remember, at the beginning of the story, we were talking about how me, the Italian, and the bouncer were all in the back of Scampers' truck drinking his boobs so good old scampers pulls out his bottle of crown and is like looks at me and the bouncer and goes wow guys i drank more than i thought and me and the bouncer are like good job buddy (laughs) good for you scampers (laughs) he was so proud he was he was bragging to people like oh my god i drank so much more than i didn't think i drank that much right funny how that works i honestly think he was like oh my god i didn't know that i could drink that much and me whole new world i know and me and the bouncer are like oh my god we're so proud of you but oh shit (laughs) like it was so funny he had no idea and he didn't really find out until i want to say it was like maybe like a couple months later, we finally told him, like, yeah, no. Yeah, it was a while. Yeah, he had no idea. Yeah, no clue. Because <laughs> he really liked to talk. He likes to talk himself up. And he's like, oh, yeah, I drank all this crown this one time. We finally had to be like, um, actually. Let's bring it back down to earth, bud. Yeah, yeah. we drank about half your bottle. Gonna knock you off your high horse there, Slick. Anyway, we finally decide, you know what? It's been a long day. We've done nothing but sweat. We should probably go to bed because we got a long day ahead of us the next day. While we're in Cincinnati, I thought it'd be fun. You know, we're going to be down there all weekend. 
um, why don't we go to a baseball game? That's kind of what Cincinnati's sport is. So everyone else agrees. There's a good like 12 of us that are at this game all sitting in one row. Well, guess what the <laughs> fuck happened again? <laughs> we, we've, we've warned you, book club. This episode is about scams. This motherfucker. Scams. <laughs> I just have a feeling that he didn't want to do any of the activities we had planned. <laughs> Why did he offer to drive? <laughs> well, no, that's all he wanted to do. He wanted to drive, but he really didn't want to go anywhere. Well, you'll find <laughs> out later, he didn't really want to drive either. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we, you know, there's garages around um, the baseball stadium, which actually is literally like right next door to the concert that was the previous day. Oh, yeah, we saw, but, I just remembered, between... Bands, we saw concert, we saw fireworks from the baseball stadium. Yeah, I mean it's right, it's right yeah. next door. Um, but we're walking into the stadium, and Scams is like, "Oh my god, I forgot my ticket." We oh my were god. so fucking scams. <laughs> That's why I'm saying I really don't think he wanted to go to anything that we had planned. And this time, because he had just did it the night before, we yelled at him. Make sure you have your ticket. Oh, we yeah. Outed everybody. He was warned. We were telling him as we were leaving, don't forget your ticket. Do not forget your ticket. Like, no, we're not doing this shit again. Last night, we got lucky that for some reason, Beardy Locks was able to figure it all out. But no. By the grace of God. Right. <laughs> I think he ended up having to buy another ticket. I think so. I think I he think ended up buying happened. another ticket because we we're talking about going back to the house and it was just like. I mean, we were, it of wasn't course, we were running late because there's 12 of us. and We also bought really cheap tickets. Oh, I mean, well, and they also, were like $5 tickets. Yeah. <laughs> if he bought a ticket, he knew his seat was available because his ticket was at home. Yeah, yeah. he so, gets it wherever he wanted. Yeah, <laughs> didn't really matter. Well, so, I mean, of course, it's hot again, but it had rained early in the game, so they had a rain delay. I mean, it, I think it stormed. Oh, it, oh, it did. And um, so, <laughs> while we're waiting... You know, we really don't have anything else to do. So while we're waiting, some of us are in cover. Some of us, namely scamps, decide to do a river stomp. If you've never heard about scamps' infamous dance moves, you're very fortunate. Let me explain. So we'll kind of make this like the hokey pokey. You got to plant your left foot. And while your left foot's planted, you're going to shake the right one about and give it a little stomp while you're also shaking your right butt cheek. And you're spinning in a circle. <laughs> yeah, and you're spinning. Well, obviously, because the left foot's planted, so yeah, that one's not moving. You, you pivot around one. <laughs> right. So think of it like almost pivot. like... Yeah. Almost like you've had a stroke and only the right side of your body can feel the rhythm. <laughs> you don't know how strokes work, do you? <laughs> no, I don't. I'm not the one side of your body's seizing and the other one's locked right. up. And it's, you got to hold that like foot in half, place. It's like right. a half stiffy seizure. And you just got to get that right butt cheek pumping and just keep moving in a circle. And while you're doing that, like... You got your arms out yeah, you and your you're kind of hunched over. And, imagine it like... No one can see you. I know. I'm trying to... <laughs> she, like, she is imitating it right here. But <laughs> I'm trying to like think of like, like, what is this like? It's almost like you're... You're giving two guys a hand job behind you. <laughs> okay, well, that is one visual aid you can think of. Right, while you're doing the butt cheek and like doing the butt cheek. <laughs> only the like... right one. <laughs> it is the weirdest dance, but again, it's just what Scamps does. In you the know? middle of the rain delay, he finds a way to entertain himself. Right, and in a way, us. In a we love him for that way. 
and, and the few people that stayed around. Yeah, right. yeah the stadium kind of emptied out because it was storming like crazy before we all finally moved underneath like the overhead part of the stadium. Yeah. It was dry. And we yeah, love we wa- him for that, though. We, we really do. do. Yeah. We love um, him. If you've never seen this dance again, you, you're not missing anything uh, life-changing for the better. But I promise one day when you're out in a bar and if you see it, you'll know. You will know, and you, you will, will have know. nightmares. It's not like any other dance we have seen before. You will know that that person is doing the river stomp. And while all of this excitement was going on, once we finally find a dry area, dear Beardy Locks fell asleep. He's still tired from his food coma. <laughs> his food coma nap didn't quite hold him over, apparently. No, apparently after you know eight hours of sleeping, he's still a little tired. And, uh, yeah, he just falls asleep in the middle of the game. Running away from home will wear you out. That's true. Right. That's very true. He had his own little adventure physically and mentally. And no one knows, like, where he went. I mean, he made it. Including himself. <laughs> he lost himself. Maybe he ran all the way there. Very well may have. He just kind of showed up. He and... glided. And <laughs> as a professional napper, I support this, though. If you have the opportunity to nap and you don't care if you're going to miss something, take it. Sarah Good falls for you, asleep at concerts. Ser- uh, serious, serious aside, professional napper has fallen asleep at concerts, indoor concerts In- that are really <laughs> fucking loud. Because we're emo. You, because we're emo, they are not happy or You're quiet. So sad you fall asleep. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's how sad. Okay, you but are. like, let's just hear it. The I've only fallen asleep at two concerts, and it was the same band. Maybe I am just never meant to see this band. But you like this band. I love this band. But maybe my little heart just can't handle singing this. <laughs> You're so sad. And so your heart's like, like mm, bitch, go. Yeah, and my body's like, sleep mode. <laughs> Power down. It's like putting your phone in, do not disturb. This bitch just. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a professional napper, and I am proud of that. So after all of this, our team loses. Shocking. We have in, in Cincinnati fashion. Yeah, <laughs> you didn't know anything about Cincinnati. You know whatever sport it is, they ain't winning. Beardy Locks has had his nap. Scamps has stomped the rain, and the game is now over because we've lost. It's time to go home. We've had a weekend in Cincinnati. We have lived our life. We have forgotten everything, and um, including our dignity and all of our tickets. <laughs> And we're like, it's time to go. So we go back to the engineer's house. We load up the place and we get ready to go. And just to add to it, we're down the road. And we get a call from the engineer. Guess who forgot their fucking pizza in the microwave? One guess. (laughs) Fucking Fucking scampers. (laughs) I wasn't ready. Fucking scampers. (laughs) It's always scampers. So for everyone who's been counting, these are now... Three different things that Scampers has forgotten and in the trip. We're not done yet. No, we're not done. <laughs> we're not done. Scampers forgot everything, every little thing. And he was like, "Oh yeah, I forgot I was hungry." Another thing he forgot. How do you forget that? I don't well, know. I we, don't know. We had decided to go get bagels or something, and it was while he was eating a pizza from the night before. And so he's waiting and leaves to go get bagels. Um, with other people that were at the house and just forgot it was in the microwave. Multitasking is a difficult skill to acquire, apparently. We have described the river stomp, and that's multitasking. (laughs) Right, and again, only right side of the body's moving. (laughs) So we're about an hour away from Cincinnati. Once we realize that we forgot the pizza, we decide we are hungry. We need to pull over somewhere. Let's get dinner. 
So we decided to pull over at this restaurant and we're like, eh, it's happy hour. Just Suddenly we think we're fancy bitches and let's get Bloody Marys, which none of us had tried before. And um, we all hated them. Except for the Italian. <laughs> Except for the Italian, of course, because he's literally like Italian splurging <laughs> marinara from his pores. Like, <laughs> <laughs> all the tomato sauce, the better. Right. He lo- like he's he loves it. And so he drank like three of them. Right. They were terrible. Absolutely awful. A terrible idea. Well, this place isn't exactly known for their bar. No, and I don't know why, like, we thought, because there are other things that are on the happy hour menu, but I don't know why we were like, Bloody Mary, like let's a, get that. It was like a one of those, like, stuffer things in the menu, and that was the first thing we saw, so we're like, you know what, we'll try it. Right, but, like, none of us had had one before. Why did we think, like, we're all gonna fucking love this? Who knows? But we eat, you know, it's getting late, it's Sunday, we need to get back. Some of us do work, surprise, surprise. Literally, surprise. We start walking out to our car, and what are we at? Four? Four. This is round number four. Guess who can't find his keys? I'm ready this time. Fucking skimmers! skimmers. <laughs> <laughs> this motherfucker. you ready for? <laughs> he, we get out to the car, and he's like, guys, where are my keys? We're like, alright, that's really funny. Uh, you know, Whatever. Yeah, he, we thought he was fucking with us, and he thought we were fucking with him, and just took them and hid them for fun. Yeah, and so we're like, no, seriously, scampers open up the car, like we need to get home, like it is late. And he's like, no, I can't find them. Well, we go to like pull on the door. We're able to get in the car because it never was locked. <laughs> he left his keys in the car. In the ignition. Left his keys in the ignition for a whole hour and a half while we're at dinner. And luckily, the truck was where it was, because we would not have been home. We would have lost all of our stuff. (laughs) Like, everything would have been gone. We would have been stranded in Wilmington, Ohio. God forbid. What a thriving (laughs) metropolis that is. Let me tell you. Yeah, we could have, like, you know what, rented an RV. (laughs) That's all that's going on there. That at the convention center. (laughs) We do finally get in the car. We need to get home. On our way back... These two, I mean, there were, I mean, it's late Sunday. Um, there's not really anyone on the road. The, we, all of a sudden, these two um, cops on motorcycles, pa- like, fly by us and just stop on the freeway. So, of course, everyone comes to a stop. And no one knows what's going on. We just, like, sit there. And Did the, we ever find out what was going on? Yeah. I think someone finally, like, shouts at the cops and asks them what's going on. And they tell us, there's an accident. Of course, there's an accident because we're on our way home. They take off. I mean, I, I'm not kidding. They just take off down the road. So we take off after them because Scams is driving. And they come to a complete stop again. And it was a while that we're just sitting on the freeway. Well, didn't we eventually end up getting out of the car and, like, playing football or something? Probably. Like, I mean, we ended up, like, actually, time. the car was parked, and we ended up, like, actually just getting out of the car, and, like, because it was... Yeah, and we were talking to people in other cars. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we were we were stranded for, like, two hours. But it got to the point where we were so bored, we started taking pictures. Because that's what we do. It's 2014, and we have technology in the car, so... We're hanging out the windows, taking pictures of each other, because we're bored. I mean, we're just sitting there in the middle of the freeway. It's getting dark. So... After, you know, an hour or two, the highway finally starts to get moving and people are starting to haul ass because they're pissed off because we've been sitting here for such a long time. And we're getting antsy and just kind of bored. 
And for whatever reason, the bouncer decides to roll down his window and he sticks his head out the, and just sticks his face out the window. Doing, I don't know, like 70. Well, I think he was trying to screw with Scampers because he was like sitting behind Scampers. So he had his face out the window and he was trying to put his face up like outside the car up next to the driver's window and then just like look at Scampers and freak him out. Yeah. But of so, course, that the Scamps loves that though. Yeah. And so, yeah, the bouncer has half his body out the window. Scampers always encourages the bad ideas. Yeah. He's all about that. So he because gets a kick don't. out of it. <laughs> and Scampers doesn't like being left out. So if the bouncer's sticking half his body out the window, guess who else has to stick half his body out the window? Fucking, Fucking scamper. scamper. That was not on tune. <laughs> that was awful. Anyway. And guys, guys, guys. Also, guess who's driving the fucking car? You mean who wasn't driving the car? Yeah. Fucking scampers. scampers. <laughs> Not fucking scampers. Oh, yeah, you he were helping. Guess who was supposed to be driving yeah. the car? He's got his truck on cruise, and he just tells me, hey, we hold the wheel for a second? I'm like, oh, yeah, sure, whatever. Rolls down his window, face goes out, and he is just having the time of his life. <laughs> and he sticks his phone out the window. He's taking pictures of him and the bouncer, both half out of the car. And they were talking about fireworks for whatever reason. Bouncer didn't want to light off fireworks. That would be unsafe. Scamper's like, oh, have no fear, Mr. Bouncer. I got you. <laughs> this little fucking bastard starts lighting fireworks off while quote-unquote driving. Oh, and I'm just sitting there holding the wheel just like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. Who the fuck is this moron <laughs> we let drive us all weekend? Who has forgotten everything all fucking weekend. Including his fucking brain cells, apparently. <laughs> left those at he the restaurant. Or, yeah, they must have already been in Columbus because they certainly did not go to Cincinnati with us. And what the actual fuck? He was a train wreck all weekend. And I don't know if I've ever been so excited to make it back home. I've never, yeah, I was like kissing the ground. Uh, yeah, Thank God. Say, somebody pretty much kissed the ground. <laughs> we got it's amazing we're still alive after all that. Well, yeah. I, I mean, that's the lesson of this podcast. In that, that's true. How to survive and stupid bullshit. No, yeah, I completely agree. So, guys, that was our story about when we went to the Bunbury Festival and the Nasty Natty. And then oh. Scamps was born. Yes, and this is the origin story of scamps. And I know in a lot of our stories, we tend to give them a hard time. But guys, this after a- this origin story, don't you think he kind of deserves it? Case in point. Thank you. We're just, we want you guys to understand we are not dicks. Uh, he well, really brings it on himself. Uh, We're kind of dicks, though. <laughs> All right. But. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Next week, we'll be releasing an episode on Sunday. For more from us, make sure you check us out on Instagram. We are stories from the phone book. We are also now on Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) We are the phone book thoughts, and that is T-H-O-T-S. Stay stupid, fuckers. And stay the fuck away from scampers, for the love of God. (laughs) Bananas! (laughs) Did it. Oh, 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 oh,